um, hitting the button, we're live, okay. Morning, Hi. Monday morning. <clears throat> I know, I know. this is different, Monday, isn't it? Monday Usually morning. we're a Wednesday I know. podcast. Afternoon. I know. A, bit, a small miracle because uh, last week Chris spilled coffee all over our <laughs> mixing desk. <laughs> it, it, Surprisingly, we're not just hanging about over a phone, we actually have a proper mixing it desk. It went all over it, Turns a out whole cup. So, Don't say it's waterproof. <laughs> Still a bit sticky. Yeah, do you take? Do you, did that sugar have? No, sorry. Did that coffee have a sugar in of it? Of course, it yeah. did. Yeah. See, because that's what sometimes causes it to. Oh, yeah, but I. There was extensive wet cloth action post spillage. Yeah. We'll see. Well, because maybe when we play it back, they will all sound like robots. Yeah, we'll see. By the moment, smelling slightly of coffee. Everything's going on as it should do, which is good. 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 So Monday morning jokes, please. Thank you. I've got a good one. <sighs> Go. I, okay, you can do yours first. You do yours first. My wife poured glue all over my rifle collection mm-hmm. at the weekend. I mean, she's denying it, but I'm sticking to my guns. <laughs> I think right. that's rubbish. <laughs> mine is much right. better. Can we do mine too? Yeah, yeah, go. Um, why do cannibals not eat clowns? Don't we don't know, Julie. Because they taste funny. Right. See, see? Right. That's, that's why people come to this podcast. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Welcome to the Good Roundup. Good. We're a brand consultancy based in the UK, but we work pretty much anywhere that people will pay us. Because uh, <laughs> we're good that way. Uh, and we get together, myself, I am Stuart Steele. Hello. I am joined by Chris Lumsden. Uh, hi, I'm Chris Lumsden. I'm a fighting partner at Good Brand Consultants. <laughs> and Julie Murder. Hello. Hello. And today we are going to be talking, and I'm not going to lie, right? I've not said this to you yet, Chris, but when you first uh, talked about this uh, as a blog post, I went, oofed. <laughs> <laughs> well, in what, why? In what way? I went, I went oh, well. I, and I was listening to the sound of you scraping underneath <laughs> the barrel. I think this is quality well, content. And, and, you know, and, and I, 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 I join you today, I sit corrected, and it was actually very interesting content. However, when you said to me, I'm going to talk about tips about how to run a brand workshop, I went, well, that's some nighttime reading right there. But I have to say, it's very good. But what, what was the reason What was the reason for for writing? This? Well, I, if it had been a normal one, I wouldn't have done it, but there were circumstances contrived around the brand workshop that made me have to think quite hard about the brand workshop and, and how, how it was going to work. Hmm. So um, we were, how long do we, I mean, you do these things more than me now, Stuart, but mm. how long do we normally take for it's these things? It's usually half a day, day isn't it? it? <laughs> half Depends. a day yeah, to be comfortable. Yes, yeah. yeah. You'd want half a day and then it can stretch yeah. out more depending. Yeah, we had an hour. <laughs> 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 it started at half a day and then the senior leadership team of this business said, uh, there's other bu- of course there's other business for them to do, you know, and, and we had an hour. So um, rather than lose the slot, because it would probably never come around again, it was all in their diaries, we thought, how do we, how do we take all the, the weight out of it and, and keep the good stuff? And generally, we say brand workshop as a term, but generally, what, what do we mean by brand workshop? When this, is at the very, this is at the very start of the process where we are trying to make sure that somebody's coming to us going, look, our brand needs tightened up well, and looked at and so we'll kick off with a brand workshop which is basically getting the key players in the organization together to try and yeah. make sure 
well, to see if there's any tension in the room, essentially, to kind of go, well, look, are we all aligned around uh-huh. where the so business I suppose is and it's going? Once you cut away all the, the waffle, yeah, it's, it's about just yeah ensuring everyone's on the same page with regard to the brand and the elements of the brand or the proposed elements or, or whatever it is. You know, it's, it's, it's about, I, I, in a way, I suppose it's a, a political exercise as much as a brand one, right? Well, yeah, but it's it's a bit of a for us. It's a it's an opportunity to do a kind of fact finding exercise, isn't it? With all of those, which is one of your points. So don't mm. jump ahead to it. But with, um, if planned correctly, you have the right people in the room and mm-hmm. all the key stakeholders together. So mm. we have the opportunity to ask all the intelligently naive questions early in the process. Mm. Don't we? So I I kind of thought. I mean, it was nice. It was quite liberating, as I say, in the piece to get rid of all that usual bullshit and. And cut straight to the most valuable stuff, and I, I and I thought about it afterwards, and I and I um, have condensed it down to seven points, some of them more important than others. But uh, uh, do you want me to crash straight into them? Get on with it, right? So, <laughs> point number one, in order to do this, you know, to condense it to an hour, is is about having the right people in the rooms. Jules has just said it, so the right heads, both from the client and the agency point of view, and I think. This is the most important one. So if you've got senior people in the room, that's fine. You can cut corners. If you don't, you can't. Um, We were lucky enough to have all the senior decision makers in the room and, you know, so they could cut to the chase. Um, That worked. And we had people from our side who'd who'd done this one or two times as well. So we knew how it was going to go. So I think, you know, we have to um, acknowledge the fact that first up, right heads, from the right from the right team and i think your point there about the right heads from both sides is an is an important point because i think what we it's really easy in these workshops where it's not a one-on-one situation you've got a number of people in the room some generally more opinionated than others but it's quite easy to go down a rabbit hole or go down a number of rabbit holes so the ability and experience of somebody from an agency side who's able to kind of bring it back Mm. to the the kind of keep it on course keep it on course and and course correct as needed um it's, it's, important, it's important, really important. important. Yeah, especially when you've only got, well, it was Any, 45 yeah. minutes to an hour. Yeah. Uh, second point was... Well, before we jump on oh, to the second point. Oh, sorry. It's interesting about the right, age, mm. uh, the right client heads because sometimes what happens is like we're going to get a number of people in just so that they feel part of the process. And I think that kind of can be dangerous at that very start kickoff. I think there's other places where people can get into the process a little bit deeper because you can say, right, we're going to bring in uh, our mid-management level. Yeah. And what happens is you've got senior management, C-suite people, and then you've got sometimes other people brought in just to be part of the process. Just to yeah, and that, I think going. I think you're right. And that we, we were lucky not to have that, but that I think that's when the workshop becomes a political tool as well, yeah. you know, because you're letting people have their say. We had all the senior people who knew what they wanted. So, mm. you know, it was it was clearer I, I think and, so, and, and easier. But that does vary by client, yeah. doesn't it? I mm-hmm. think because thinking about, and I'm going way back to when we did the, it was a cancer charity and it was a new charity that was being created on the back of two um, organisations merging. Because I think sometimes, you know, it, that wasn't just about senior leadership. It wasn't about mm. C-suite. The inclusive nature of what they were trying to create as a brand had to represent, you know, multiple kind of parts of that organization so we had radiographers we had a nursing somebody from the nursing staff we had we did have the leaders of the two charities and i can't there was a number of i think there was about 10 people involved in it but 
massively, yeah. massively valuable to have. And I think that's the thing is about making the decision or making the right call in terms of is this a, is it a senior leadership forum or actually is it an exercise part of which is about involving people yeah. from across the broader organisation. And that will, that will vary depending 100%. on what you need out. Getting them on the bus and, and, and facing the right, the right direction is part exactly. of the, the tool. So, yes, so, you know, the, I, we were lucky in this circumstance. We didn't need to do that and that cut a lot of time out yeah. of it, which mm. was good. So secondly, um, I think, and, and almost as importantly, is we sent the participants what we call pre-reads to say, this is what we're going to be talking about. So they could get their heads in the right place. They're primed and ready to talk, not necessarily coming with pre-prepared answers, but mm. they knew where we were going. And I think I think it's just a, a, a proper practice to get into anyway. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd say it was professional courtesy rather than anything else, but it helps facilitate speed up the sessions so i don't believe people should be coming into these things cold because yeah, otherwise yeah. they're nervous and you have to spend so much time orientating about what, what, what we're doing i think that's and it's um you know it's probably a mistake we've made you know in the past you forget that um or it's easy to forget that the people who are attending these workshops aren't doing this every day week month even year <laughs> and mm. maybe once in their life if they're really unlucky um or lucky i should say but yeah, I think the that sort of heads in right space is yeah. important. Happy with that, Stuart? Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, good, no, good, 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 good. Yeah. Number three, this is where I guess most of the cutting happened. I'm calling it clarity and focus of the discussion areas. So once I kind of boiled it down to the very essence, there were really only four areas that mattered to us that were really important. The first one was what was the internal perspective. So it's about how, understanding how aligned the team is on the brand its characteristics, the product offering, and any associated challenges. So that, you know, um, internal perspective, again, within the four, is probably disproportionately the most important aspect. Secondly, who is the customer? Who are you serving? And and how is, you know, your product or service relevant to them? Thirdly, where is the competition? What is it? Um, what are the dynamics that are happening in a marketplace? Who else is playing and how, how are they positioned? And then third, lastly, fourthly, um, it was asking them about brands that they may aspire to or that they look at and go, it would be nice to have a bit of that. You know, and it's nice to take them out of um, the here and now and, and look at, you know, who's doing certain things well or who behaves characteristics. And that's not yeah. necessarily brands in their space, is Correct. it? That's kind of just Correct. across the board. But these four things were just, you know, the essence of what we needed and there is a, I think there is a bit of a lesson in simplicity for us in there that that, that um, it didn't feel we'd lost anything. Mm. But again, it goes back to probably the I point. I mean, I that, think you're lucky because I think, I mean, in, in the time that you were given, what you don't have is the opportunity to challenge. So sometimes I think that's where, you know, it, because what you're trying to find sometimes in the room is a tension between what we think is yeah. X or people say it's Y and go, well, you can't both be right or can you both be right? But that makes the challenge harder. So, I mean, the fact that you had a team that were all on the same page obviously made life harder. But I think sometimes what's nice... Oh, it made it easier. Easier, yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm a tube. Uh, but I think, I think what's going to be good is just that fact that sometimes you might want to go in and say, well, that's interesting because when we are looking at the competition, they're hitting that customer. So are they really the competition? I, th- I think you're absolutely right, yeah. We were lucky there. That, yeah. that, 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 because if there had been... Ten, there would have been rabbit holes we would have gone down. Yeah. We, we would have spilled over. Yeah, and we you touched on it earlier, you know, the fact that from that kind of what is the internal perspective and how aligned are the internal team, how clear are you and how clearly defined are your customer or customer groups, 
that was very you know the, the client in this case had a lot had done a lot of a lot of work to kind of to make sure that was clearly defined coming into that workshop wasn't it so it wasn't like you were trying to mm. wrestle people well, into the same your 45 minutes would have ended if it split up between 3.2 mm. and 3.3 yeah i mean that that would have been there you're lucky yes. but i mean so and sometimes that's where some of the interesting stuff is in a brand workshop because it's not just about us sitting there taking notes something you know it is about as julie says asking some daft questions bringing mm. stupid as a service in and going yeah why are you doing that why is it that customer but it's also I think it, sorry, sorry. no i was just gonna say i think there's one of the bits of feedback we've had in the past is that these exercises can be quite therapeutic from a, from a client point of yeah. view because often um, when you're talking about bringing people together from representative parts of the organisation, it may be the first time they've sat together and yeah. talked about some of these yes. things. So it's quite a, I think, creating yes. or in some instances allowing some space and room for that discussion to be quite organic is it can be a really valuable thing for the client. So again, it comes back to the what are the what are the key outcomes yeah. and thinking about the needs of that client. And aligning that with the time frame. Yeah, and we were, I guess I'd say, lucky that we weren't on a, a diplomatic mission that yeah. day. We mm. were we were we were in and out, you know. Yep. Um, sniper. sniper. Sniper yeah. style. Sniper style. <laughs> so the fourth <laughs> aspect or thing I've pinpointed is I've said plain language speeds everything up. Mm. And I think this is a, a there's a lesson for all us brand branders and marketers and stuff in here, mm-hmm. which is when you don't have time to waste, you don't need to flower things up, which we're bad at. So you cut you cut straight to the chase and ask the questions. And one of the examples I've given is like, you know, by asking for a set of defining brand characteristics, it's relatively easy for people to get their head around what that means, mm-hmm. and they can bring stuff along to the meeting. But if 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 we say, which I admit I have done in the past, we wanted to explore <laughs> the stretch between intrinsic and extrinsic brand attributes. Wanker. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> then you have to spend 20 minutes explaining what that means. And I guess, I think, you know, in the past I've done that. You almost use that language as a shield, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and that's maybe, you know, part of the next point I was going to make. But it's just, the lesson here is, you know, it's part of our values. It's the simplicity keep aspect. Simple. Just yeah. keep it simple. I think also as part of that plain language, and again, if you had the time, but I, I, I'm kind of very much looking to define things because I think depending on the size of the group, if you get a group of people incoming and going, we're going to talk about your brand today, there's a whole lot of people with slightly different views about yeah. what that brand is. So mm-hmm. we can, and we're we're still tightening that up every meeting we're doing. Is going, when we are talking about brand, this is what we mean. Yeah, yeah. and people that are not, you know, fluent in brand bullshit, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, just, just so that we know, you know, so it's not about, so that a bunch of people going, I can't, I don't quite know why I'm here for a meeting about the logo. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we're not yeah. here to talk. We're not here to decide whether it's going to be red or yeah, blue. Yeah. We're talking. I think about, it should be blue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've always said that. <laughs> well, to be fair, you have come in and filled blue outfits before, so you're always going to say that. <laughs> blue is the colour, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. So, so I think I think some. If, again, if you had the time, I think it's just explain that. Going like when we're talking about brand, this is what we're talking about. We're talking mm-hmm. about the business and how it is perceived and mm-hmm. how it, go, it goes out to the world. Mm-hmm. And I think those kind of definitions are helpful and it you know it ties back to your pre-reads as well it kind of you can mm-hmm. tie all the back but the more you can just reinforce definitions with mm-hmm. people who might not understand well, they don't live you know, in yeah they're all a different page yeah. that i don't know what a radiologist does uh you know if they I was on a conference. fix radios is that what they do yeah you're amazing uh <laughs> number five is and it's we've touched on this but it's i think it's a, a key p- point which is drive it and keep the discussion mm. focused and Jules you mentioned that and, and Stuart I've seen you do this really well recently and in, in one of the ones we had here which is 
things, and you mentioned it, things do drift off course and you can end up going down rabbit hole and exploring things that you maybe want to explore later, but you're getting into, it bleeds into it, especially early in the conversation. But I think the thing is with experience, it's, it's important, you know, to accept that your job is to, is to interrupt and say, look, that's great, we're going to get there, but can we stay here just now and keep that f- discussion focused? And, and, and it can be quite daunting, I guess, from an agency perspective when you're dealing with very senior people at mm-hmm. organisations. But I think that's, again, a, a, a thing about experience and a thing about professionalism and credibility. You, you're there to drive that, especially when you've only got 45 minutes to ring out the value. Yeah. Um, and part of the role of the pre-read as well, you know, mm-hmm. you're kind of, it's, that's just about sort of managing expectations in yeah. terms of what we're going to talk about. You need, they need to be corralled and, and managed through the process and in the, in the right way. So I think, um, yeah, especially when you don't have a lot of time, you've you got to keep it focused. Keep it on track. Yeah, and I think it is that thing where you've also got to curb your own curiosity mm. because it is. I mean, the chat is interesting, and you're you're you feel that you're getting deeper into the business and you're learning things, and also you're learning things about the people who are raising the points. Mm-hmm. And given the fact that ours is, you know, we are working with people all the time, we're going. This is interesting because that kind of person's that person, that person, that person. That will be useful to know later. That's not the point of the meeting. No, you're right. But it, but it is very interesting. So you've also got to just check yourself and go. Am I getting too interested in this? And uh, if you are, uh, then then you kind of go. Well, am I and if you've got a day, then you can explore you can, that. Yeah, yeah. But even, even I mean, it's amazing. Even within a day, how quickly a you know a rabbit hole can go. Because as Julie said earlier on, sometimes these people have not been in a room together. Mm-hmm. And depending on the group of people, sometimes it's debates between the C-suite, and then there's other people feeling awkward because that's not maybe just got, yeah, had and, that before, and it's kind of going right. Okay, get, this is, or it can become a religious debate yeah, about yeah, yeah you're and not it's gonna, pointless. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I say this is really interesting, which is my <laughs> time to move on. Circuit. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> move on. Move on. Move on. Um, number six. You'll be glad to know we're only two from home now. Number no, six. It's going to be a quick one. Um, Keep the PowerPoint deck short. Mm. And and again, the time thing is great because I've seen these run to hundreds of slides. But when you, when you need to be quick, you need to think more about the conversation than the presentation. And we agencies are terrible at creating masterpiece presentation decks. We've talked about that before. And, and often they, they felt they're needed as a bit of a crutch. But there is a real benefit and a discipline in keeping it short and sharp mm. and moving through. So 10 slides are maybe, you know, they're title slides to facilitate discussion or open discussion, but just keep pushing. And yeah. that's all it really is in this case, isn't it? It shouldn't, mm. shouldn't even really be called a presentation. It's not. Yeah. It's just a deck. To kind a of, it's almost an agenda. It's a structure. Discussion guide. Yeah, a discussion guide rather than a presentation. And, and I think where this hits home uh, is when you try and do a brand workshop on Teams. Because then mm, basically, good point. basically, there's a topic. Oh, there is a topic. Then, but then basically, what you've got is a big screen with a presentation on it. Yeah. Actually, you're definitely trying to get people, and also, I mean, I don't like it because I, I can't see people. Because yeah. that, I mean, trying to do it on Teams is a brand workshop on Teams is difficult because you're, you're looking for more what's not being said as much as what is being said. Mm-hmm. You're looking at uh, body language and people feeling uncomfortable. People then shifting away to try and go right. It's a great you, point. You know, I think because it need, well, obviously goes without saying. Mine was in person, yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. you're right. If you were doing this on Teams, you mm. couldn't do it that quickly. Yeah. No, and no. we, um, but we've and we've we never used to use power presentation decks when we did brand workshops. We just, you know, it was a a group of people in a room with a flip chart. Sometimes it's good to bring their collective focus to one thing mm-hmm. or one question, and but again, it should be reflected in the pre-read, pre-read as well. If you've done that well, yeah, it can be it can be used as a guide. 
And then finally, uh, I think, you know, linked uh, a thing that you've just said, Stuart, is, you know, watch the clock and move on when you know you've got enough. Mm. So this it's this flogging of dead horses. You've got to keep track of time. And sometimes the the value comes early and quickly in the collective discussion. And your job is to go, we've got that. Mm. That's done. I don't, we don't need to talk about it anymore, you know. I think that, and that partly comes down to an experience and confidence thing as well, doesn't it? Mm. To just be like, yeah, we, we know what we needed out of that. We've got it. Let's move on. Avoid the discursive cul-de-sacs. And, and I think that the... You like that you expression, like that. Yeah, don't I do. you? I like saying it. I like saying it. Discursive. Discursive. Cul-de-sac. I mean, I think, the, and, we, and we've had, I think when you've kind of tried to, when we've tried to, in some uh, circumstance, try to lay out what the day is going to look like, We've had discussion when shall we bring that up now because that might be mm. a challenge for them. Do we wait till the end of the day because they might then have come to their own conclusion? Those are the bits which are kind of that, that's the, the the layout of the day is always quite interesting for me because then you've kind of got to make sure the clock are they going to be quicker in the morning and late and more yeah. more thoughtful in the afternoon? You know all that, kind especially of after stuff. lunch. Yeah, after a wee bit of lunch, getting yeah. tired after lunch. Yeah, me, me, especially when I'm on my four hundred slide of logos that uh-huh. I like. Yes, you know, here's things I like. Things so, I like <laughs> so um, you know, to wrap up, I think you know we are we are. I'm sure we're no different to any other industry that makes things more complicated um, when when we can, but. It's just that exercise was uh, quite refreshing and mm. and uh, and reinforced to me that when you when you know constraints the benefit of constraints mm. what it does is it focuses the mind so yeah seven well one of the seven uh, points one of the things as I say on an article that I thought I was going to never read um, <laughs> I read it and said I thought it was decent yeah. you damned it with faint <laughs> praise no, it, it, I think. The other thing that I think was kind of that it highlighted to me is that how clients can't do this themselves. There's always the tendency. So what's your phrase? You can't participate and facilitate in this because you definitely need yeah. you definitely need some outside perspective because it's difficult sometimes for internal people to rush it along. It's difficult, I think that's you know, a, and I think a great the, great point that that I didn't make and I should have done. You're absolutely right. I, you know, there is sometimes a tendency for clients to think we can do this ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying you can, but it's just really difficult. I, we can't be objective about our no, own business. No. Um, I, so I mean, I think I think that's always a, it's always good to kind of know this is what you're getting yourself into, and I think we will share this article with clients that we're going to go into, you know, what to expect uh-huh. from a brand workshop. But I think the one thing that I've I wouldn't be saying this is a do it your do it yourself guide. I would say you definitely need somebody who's kind of who doesn't know the people in the room. And, and if you don't know anyone, don't give you? us a call because we know some people. <laughs> But it just, it is a little bit of a, it becomes a bit of a false economy, doesn't it? Yeah. If you, you kind of generally start, you know, clients can at times start out with the kind of trying to maybe save some money or do something quicker. But ultimately, in terms of their own time, it will take longer and yeah. cost more. So And yeah. I, I can tell the chief exec to be quiet in a nice way, in a respectful How way. How would you do that? Be quiet. Right. And, um, <laughs> no, it would be like, oh, really I think we've got enough now. That's really interesting. <laughs> that's, that's well, let's park that and we'll come back to it later. Yeah. Could you write that down? Um, <laughs> but then, I, but I think it's it's more difficult for for people internally to do that because that person's in charge of their pay rise or, or yeah, it's the hippo and, effect, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And you're just yeah. sitting there and you're and you're just waiting for the person to maybe finish soon and everything else. Where I can kind of go, I'm going to wait for a bit and I'm going to go. Oh, that's really interesting. Could you just stick a pin in it? And move on for to the now. next point. 
So yeah, no, it's, it was a So shall we stick call. a pin in, in, in this? Oh, look at that, look at that. That's what oh, you call that's that. You're the Gary Lineker of uh, whatever this is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's uh, Gary Lineker of the brand world. That's exactly oh, who good. he is. Happy days. Right. I'm not doing it in my undercrackers. <laughs> you know? uh, yes, you are. Stop not if it. Leicester win the title. All oh, right, right, right. right. <laughs> Well, or something. Right. Okay. I think we're done. Anyway, I think we're done. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.